and I give you a very warm welcome to this online service today. Thanks for joining us. Deborah is leading one of our creative and interactive services this week at Brighton Road, and that isn't being streamed. So I'm very pleased to be joining you for this reflective service. I realise we're probably all watching this separately in our homes, but as we watch, we join together with the church around the world today, worshipping our sovereign Lord, who is gracious and compassionate, abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, and who has made himself known to us clearly and definitively in the person of his Son, Jesus Christ, who is God with us, God for us, God within us by his Spirit. So can I invite you to join in worship using the words of Getty and Townend's wonderful hymn, Love of God Revealed in Wonder.
Can I lead you in prayer? Let's pray. Almighty God, thank you that we can come before you right now. You've been waiting to meet with us and speak to us. Thank you that although we have no claim on your love, no right to expect any mercy, you are always reaching out to us, eager to forgive and to forget. Thank you that though we fail you repeatedly, and though we often resist your will, you go on wiping the slate clean, offering us a new beginning, a fresh start. Thank you that you love and care about each one of us, and that despite all our faults and weaknesses, you accept us just as we are. Poor though our faith might be, you are always ready to guide, to help and to bless. Almighty God, help us to open our lives to you, to be honest with you, to be honest with ourselves and with others. Help us to see ourselves as we really are, the good and the bad, the strengths and the weaknesses, the lovely and the unlovely. Help us to recognise our sins and confess them, throwing ourselves upon your mercy. Gracious God, open our hearts afresh to your love. And so may we receive the, the cleansing, the renewal and the forgiveness that you long to show us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And can I read you some words written by Herbert Gray? I believe in Jesus as a perfect revelation of God and the only sure master for my life. Because of Jesus, I believe in forgiveness, in the forgiveness of God to us and from person to person and from me to anyone who needs my forgiveness. And I believe that love is stronger than all other forces, that to love is better than to be angry, that it is better to give than to receive, better to serve than to be served, better to forget myself than to assert myself. I believe that God's kingdom can come on earth and that everything that is wrong in the life of the nation or of the church, or in my life, can be conquered by the power of God. I believe that nothing that is wrong need be permanent. And I want to say a hearty Amen to that.
Heavenly Father, your life in me brings stillness to my turmoil. Your life in me brings clarity to my confusion. Your life in me brings wisdom to my worry. Your life in me brings contentment to my striving. Your life in me brings gentleness to my anger. Your life in me brings patience to my panic. Your life in me brings hope to my suffering. Your life in me brings faith to my frustration. Your life in me brings such heavenly treasure into my heart and enables me to navigate a peaceful path. In you, I find strength for my journey. Amen. And we listen to words of scripture, the reading taken from Psalm 4. When I call out, answer me, O God who vindicates me. Though I am hemmed in, you will lead me into a wide open place. Have mercy on me and respond to my prayer. You men, how long will you try to turn my honour into shame? How long will you love what is worthless? and search for what is deceptive. Realise that the Lord shows the godly special favour. The Lord responds when I cry out to him. Tremble with fear and do not sin. Meditate as you lie in bed and repent of your ways. Offer the prescribed sacrifices and trust in the Lord. Many say, who can show us anything good? Smile upon us, Lord. You make me happier than those who have abundant grain and wine. I will lie down and sleep peacefully. For you, Lord, make me safe and secure.
I'm going to read from 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20 through to chapter 2, verse 11. Paul starts with a tremendous affirmation about God's promises and then goes on to address the issues that were causing him so much grief in Corinth. It's a reminder that although the people we live with on a daily basis may be far from perfect, God is completely faithful. So Paul writes, no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the Amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us, set his seal of ownership upon us and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. I call God as my witness that it was in order to spare you that I did not return to Corinth. Not that we lord it over your faith, but we work with you for your joy, because it is by faith you stand firm. So I made up my mind that I would not make another painful visit to you. For if I grieve you, who is left to make me glad but you whom I have grieved? I wrote as I did, so that when I came, I should not be distressed by those who ought to make me rejoice. I had confidence in all of you that you would all share my joy. For I wrote to you out of great distress and anguish of heart and with many tears, not to grieve you, but to let you know the depth of my love for you. If anyone has caused grief, he's not so much grieved me as... He's grieved all of you, to some extent, not to put it too severely. The punishment inflicted on him by the majority is sufficient for him. Now, instead, you ought to forgive and comfort him so that he will not be overwhelmed by excessive sorrow. I urge you, therefore, to reaffirm your love for him. The reason I wrote to you was to see if you would stand the test and be obedient in everything. If you forgive anyone, I also forgive him. And what I have forgiven, if there was anything to forgive, I have forgiven in the sight of Christ and for your sake, in order that Satan might not outwit us, for we are not unaware of his schemes. We will all have had people who have hurt and harmed us over the years. People who one way or another have made us suffer made our lives a misery. Maybe that's an ongoing situation for you. Maybe it's recent and the pain of it is still raw and fresh. Maybe it's something that happened years ago and it's buried beneath the surface, but everything just bubbles up occasionally. The end of Ephesians 4 and the beginning of Ephesians 5 talk about the, the negative effects that such hurt can have on our own character and behaviour. And how the Lord wants to release us from all of that. To set us free from every kind of bitterness and resentment and anger. To bring an end to conflict. And all those negative feelings which sometimes find expression in the way in which we run other people down. And he wants to replace these harmful qualities with his kindness and compassion 
enabling us to forgive as Christ has forgiven us. And we can find that when we don't hold on to the hurt anymore as we let it go, we are released from whatever hold the perpetrator has over our lives. And as we allow the healing power of Christ to work within us in that way, we no longer reflect the the negative, harmful behaviour of the person who's hurt us. Instead, Christ changes us to be like God. So our lives are no longer under their control, but under God's control, governed by love, not pain. And this is possible because Christ loved us. He gave himself up for us. He took all our sin and pain and hurt, laid down his life as a sacrificial and fragrant offering to God. So let's put our lives, broken and hurting and damaged as we are, into the hands of Christ, our master healer.
There's no sermon today. Sorry if that disappoints you. Instead, I'd like to invite you to participate in a meditation exercise on the theme of forgiveness. Feel free to opt out of this at any point if you feel uncomfortable. You can just switch me off if you want to. I won't mind. Let's face it, I will even know that may be one of the advantages of the online format. But take a moment just to be still and to breathe deeply. Imagine you are in a room where you've locked the door to try and get some peace and quiet. So you're sitting by yourself, but you have your fears for company. But then Jesus is there in the room with you. And he says, peace be with you. Receive that peace. Take a moment to breathe in that peace and breathe out your anxiety. Breathe in that peace and breathe out your stress. Then Jesus breathes on you. And he says, receive the Holy Spirit. As he breathes out, you breathe in the Spirit. Then Jesus says, if you forgive anyone their sins, they're forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they're not forgiven. Think about that for a moment as you continue breathing. Are there any hurts from the past you want to let go for Jesus to release you from them? Now, can I invite you to think about someone you wish to forgive? Name that person in your mind. Breathe out any resistance or anger or fear. Breathe in the forgiveness and grace of Christ. And just say, I forgive the harm and the pain your words and actions have caused me. I forgive you. I forgive the harm and the pain your words and actions have caused me. I forgive you. Let your breath relax you. Be, be gentle with yourself. Don't get sidetracked by the story or the details of what happened. 
Let go of all the reasons why this person shouldn't be forgiven. Breathe in God's grace. I forgive the harm and the pain your words and actions have caused me. I forgive you. Now can I invite you to visualise in your heart someone you may have hurt or upset and silently say, I ask for your forgiveness. I ask for your forgiveness. For the hurt or pain I may have caused you through my words or my actions. Please forgive me. I ask for your forgiveness. I ask for your forgiveness. For the hurt or pain I may have caused you through my words or my actions. Please forgive me. Keep breathing out any resistance. Put down the story, let go of the pain. Feel your heart opening to receive forgiveness. And now focus on yourself. Hold yourself with care and tenderness. And slowly say, Lord, forgive me. Help me to forgive myself. For any harm or pain I may have caused, whether through my words or my actions. Because you forgive me, I forgive myself. Lord, forgive me. Help me to forgive myself. For any harm or pain I may have caused, whether through my words or my actions, because you forgive me, I forgive myself. As you do this, you may be confronted with feelings of shame or guilt or thoughts of how you've betrayed yourself. Acknowledge these. Let them go with each out-breath. But keep breathing in grace. Inviting forgiveness. Lord, forgive me. Because you forgive me, I can forgive myself. Just feel the warmth of forgiveness throughout your whole being. You have forgiven. You are forgiven. Rejoice in that release. When you're ready, take a deep breath and slowly let it go.
And can I invite you to join with me in saying the Lord's Prayer? You're not alone anymore as we say our Father together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The kingdom of God is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. It's God's gracious, life-giving rule in our lives. Hear Jesus calling you into God's kingdom. Hear him calling you to take God's kingdom out into the world.
Jesus says, as the Father has sent me, I am sending you. So go now in Jesus' name into God's world. And as you go, know this. In grace, you were created. In mercy, you have been sustained. And in love, you will be held forever. Thanks be to God. Amen.